Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Chris Nicholas is the creative director of Somewhat, a marketing agency who work with ethical brands. Chris says that if he could give some advice to his younger self, it would be to start networking earlier. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Chris. Thank you, Liz. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Now, your, your LinkedIn profile describes you as being a creative director and marketing strategist, but have you always worked in the field of marketing? What's your career journey been? Oh, that's a great question. What has my career journey been? Uh, yes, I suppose I have in some shape or form. My, my sort of very, very sort of first proper job uh, was uh, marketing musical instruments. Oh. Um, so um, those terrible uh, things that you used to have as, as, at school, those Alos recorders, um, oh, yes. the company I worked for, <laughs> they, they were the ones that inflicted so much pain on parents up and down the land uh, <laughs> by being the main distributor of uh, Alos recorders, so the East Enders theme, etc. Um, so yes, I was involved with that uh, for a number of years, um, and that was uh, sort of, the, I created their first um, colour um, brochure for said musical instruments but they didn't just do recorders they did um, string uh, strings for guitars um, saxophones guitars um, all the whole remit drums again you know the, the bane of many parents lives <laughs> uh, so yes basically I, I had a job to wind up parents and uh, <laughs> that was that but doing marketing for them um, so that was sort of the first job and then my kind of real awakening to the world of creativity and uh, marketing and, and, and other things um, happened in my next job, which was, um, I was very fortunate to work with um, a gentleman called John McCarthy. Uh, and John uh, is ex MNC Saatchi, and he set up a, a little uh, agency. And uh, I became um, the account uh, director, uh, manager there, um, working with just amazing clients and learning so so much I worked there for about six seven years mm. um, and yeah it was amazing I, you know I worked with big brands like BSI uh, Robert Bosch group and everything in between um, sort of doing their kind of whole rebrands we did a whole thing for uh, British Stands Institute um, we used to do their brochure um, which was um, represented in 86 countries around the world so I kind of oversaw bringing all that together and things so yeah it was great times and I, I learned so much and, and to be honest um, John, I still speak to uh, on a weekly basis, mm. and he's still a very good friend. Um, and um, yeah, I, I, I still still keep in contact, and he's still doing what he's doing. And um, often we uh, work together on projects, so yeah, it, it, it's great. Um, so that's sort of step two. And then, unfortunately, uh, the recession hit, and I'm a man of a certain age, which um, yeah, <laughs> there was a couple <laughs> in quick succession. Um, and unfortunately. Uh, it didn't work out and so so I got made redundant from that role mm. um, and um, I did other things to sort of pay the mortgage in between um, but then I, I, I got another role um, in a um, contract publishing company uh, and so my clients then similar role to what I'd done before um, we're, we're th people like Vauxhall uh, Motors, Flybe Airlines and Chevrolet mm. and that was overseeing the production and making sure everything was on time for these magazines that were sent out for you know uh, people who own Vauxhalls or Chevrolets or if you fly, uh, flew on a Flybe airline flight we were the ones that were in the back of the seat 
Um, oh, that yeah. Was the, that was the, yeah. The brochure, so they, they were our, <laughs> our things, but unfortunately, uh, they don't seem to do that so much more now. Uh, Cascotting and yeah. I believe Fly the Airlines is no longer. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, so that was, again, an, uh, and that wasn't for too long, actually. That was about another year. And then, unfortunately, uh, sort of September the 11th happened, and, mm. and obviously that had massive ramifications for yeah. so many businesses, uh, including the airline industry, obviously. Um, so from that point of view, uh, I, I got made redundant again. Um, so I thought, like, oh, okay. Uh, I was getting quite good at it, um, <laughs> and then from there I decided to go out on on my own, and um, slowly but surely, um, through a very good friend of mine um, who um, I met, which is an interesting story, really. I suppose I think you know perhaps later in the conversation we come back to this, but to do with you know uh, networking, mm. I actually just attended an event and I met a, a lady who was given a presentation uh, by the name of Von Fuchs. Absolutely amazing presentation on branding. And I don't know what happened, but something in my brain, I kind of got over my Britishness and actually went and spoke to uh, Yvonne after she'd given a presentation. I took a card and I wrote to her about two weeks later saying that I've been very redundant. I'm not quite sure what I want to do. And uh, she said, well, do you want to meet for a coffee? And that was the kind of start of it. Um, and from that point on, I haven't really looked back. It's been she sort of encouraged me she said well you know I think you could you could do this for yourself and build a little team around you and create your own little agency um you know what do you think and obviously sort of a bit nervous yeah. um but surely slowly but surely my first client was an HIV AIDS charity mm. and doing the marketing for those guys and organizing a website for them um working alongside Yvonne uh, and another amazing designer called Richard Tomlin um and from there it kind of snowboarded and it was around about the same sort of time as sort of Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. all those kind of things were starting to get sort of uh, you know, grow, and a lot of people were coming on board. And so initially, we we were called somewhat social because we used to do a lot of kind of social media yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's back when uh, you could post something and you would get an amazing reaction. Because, <laughs> you know, you didn't have to pay to play like you do yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a different world, but yeah, we used to. Do a lot of you know Facebook campaigns and and Twitter campaigns and um, a, a lot of LinkedIn um, training as well that we did a lot of that, um, which which was great fun, and then slowly but surely that kind of evolved. We didn't like doing the social so much because it was just it was a lot more pay to play and it didn't seem as fun as it was. Mm. With, you know, sort of trying out these new platforms and seeing what works and what didn't work. It's now very much around you know uh, pay to play. Uh, and we, we just didn't enjoy it so much. So we, we kind of pivoted and, and we're now just called Somewhat. And we do a lot more um, ethically driven kind of marketing for companies that are of that persuasion. Mm. And a lot of things around um, sort of customer experiences and uh, making sure that the, the people, when they interact with a brand, get like the best possible version of that brand. Yeah. So, bit of a journey but yeah that, that's kind of brought us up to where we are today yeah so how long was it between you sort of starting out on your own and starting to build a team oh goodness um a long time <laughs> if I'm honest um and, and yeah there's been bumps and in, in in the road where you know you, you haven't worked with someone so much and you kind of you know uh, we just let them go uh, unfortunately but mm. there's um yeah I'd, I'd say it's Oh, crikey. It certainly wasn't in the sort of first sort of three, three, four years. Mm. It, was, it was very much, um, if there was work, then it was working with um, freelancers yeah. and, uh, who are still friends and who occasionally we still work with as well. So that's 
that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't sort of straight away. <laughs> <laughs> now you said that you like to work with, with ethical businesses. So, what is it about them that makes them ethical, and what is it that's drawn you to that sector? Uh, okay, that's a great question. I think to answer that, I'd say what's drawn me to that that sector is is probably my own values, I suppose, and and the fact that you know uh, I get uh, great enjoyment out of reading about you know what we can do to help the environment mm-hmm. and how we can make the world you know a better place through more sustainable practices. Um, so that, that's kind of what started it, and then to answer what makes them. Um, sustainable or ethical in, in some shape or form um, one of our clients at the moment is called um, Vin or Vin.1 who are the world's first repairable sneakers oh. which kind of straight away <laughs> yeah. sums up why they are ethical obviously yeah. the, you know, the, the sneaker industry or the trainer industry is you know, in some sense is massively uh, wasteful and there's a you know a lot of um, greenwashing goes on mm-hmm. in, in, in that industry um, and, and, and again they, those they make an amazing um trainers or, or sneakers that the heel is replaceable so you can actually take the heel off and replace it and if you wanted to you know you could switch it up for your uh your outfit on a night yeah. out or something you can, you can change the color and you can also change the counter heel which when i try and explain it to people that's the bit that when you can't be bothered to undo your shoelaces and you press down the bit at the back yeah. yep it's that it's that bit um that you can you can change as well so they're amazing. They're, they're Italian leather. Um, they can trace uh, huge amounts of the different elements that go into the, the shoe production from like the tannery in Germany mm-hmm. through to um, the cork that's used in the sole um, from Portugal and etc. And, and when you finish with the, the, the um, sneaker, you can actually send it back to them and they'll either give you sort of like a voucher towards your next pair or, uh, and also they'll sort of take it apart and, and use it in something else. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's... The kind of client, and yeah. then um, we also work with the um, oldest North Indian restaurant in Covent Garden, mm-hmm. uh, or actually not only in Covent Garden. They're in um, in the UK. They were founded in 1946. Yeah, um, and they do amazing things. They do. They fed. I think it was over 200,000 people during lockdown. Yeah, um, homeless people during lockdown, um, which was yeah absolutely amazing. Um, and they're very very humble people who work there. Uh, and, and the owners, Amrit, um, in fact, got an OBE for his services to um, charity in the last in the last um, list. Um, and he got to meet the king, etc., mm. <laughs> uh, which which was good. Um, but yeah, they're they're amazing. So it's it's often, um, I suppose, it's wait, is it our own way of defining what it what ethical is? Uh, possibly, but it's there's often yeah what other people would see as well it's yeah like, yeah that's pretty pretty good going it's not sort of big tobacco etc yeah so so those two companies you just mentioned you of the sort of clothing industry and and the food industry yeah are there particular sectors that you tend to work with um we've done quite a lot with with food um yeah that, that would be a, a, would, would be one the, the fashion one or, or vin um is, is the first one that we've actually worked with in that in that sector We've recently been doing some stuff with the cleaning sector as well. So people who um, use lots of steam to clean things, mm-hmm. etc., um, rather than sort of nasty chemicals. Um, and they use sort of different uh, modern machines to, to do that. Um, but there isn't per se anything that's um, exactly, you know, we only specialise in one particular yeah. sector. As long as they've got some form of ethical elements running yeah. through them, then we're, we're quite happy to yeah. work with them. So how do you help your clients? You know, they come to you with, with what sort of problems? What do you solve for them? 
Um, it's, it's a funny, it's a great question. It's a bit of a funny one because it's it's often um, they've tried lots of different things, um, and and you get quite a lot. We get quite a lot of people who've tried to do lots of things with social media, and then they're finding like so many people now it's becoming quite expensive mm-hmm. as a as a marketing tactic, and often they're a bit frustrated and not quite sure what to do. And we'll sit with them and having a chat and say, you know, what what do you want to achieve? And, you know, what's worked in the past. And it's it's so funny. I mean, honestly, it must be, I'm sure you probably find the same when you speak to so many, you know, amazing business people is the, the best form of uh, marketing, and it has been for thousands, if not, you know, tens of thousands of years, is a referral, you know, mm-hmm. from people saying, you know, eat from this tree because these berries won't <laughs> kill you or go to this watering hole because the water's good or whatever it may be. And that's referral. And I think there's a lot of that um to be done and i think a lot of people miss that they think oh no no you know we should be doing facebook be doing this we should be doing that and they do work don't get me wrong you know Mm. those those platforms do work but you just have to pay for them um and and again some people are fine with that and some people are not but i think what's interesting or we find fun is the often the low-hanging fruit which is so kind of missed Mm. so it's things like, you know, the people you get all your work from, have you ever asked them, could they recommend you to others? And the amount of times we hear that, oh, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, why, you know, why would we do that? And you say, well, that's, you know, the door's already half open if it's someone's recommending you. And and there's different ways and means of doing it. And we love to kind of mix it up so you can do things where, you know, one of our, our great tactics is using something like LinkedIn, where you can get, uh, you know, information from LinkedIn, you can see uh, connections, um, the you know second connections or whatever it might be and you can ask you know your friend or someone you worked with in the past oh I see that you know so and so can you introduce me yeah. which is a great tactic um, another great tactic is you know quite phys- is physically writing a letter yeah. <laughs> which sounds so like oh, really um, <laughs> but it, it, it's a great tactic and especially if you use something again like LinkedIn where you could actually get glean some information from that about that individual and say you know I've worked with Tom for X amount of years and uh, I know that you two have you know, you are connected and then you start to list things off and you write in a beautiful um, conqueror paper, a handwritten letter, mm. a handwritten envelope and a stamp rather than a franking machine. Yep. And you'd be amazed at the kind of things you can do. So, uh, yeah, when clients come to us, it's often a bit frustrated. They perhaps want to re-engage with their clients, not quite sure how to do that. Um, and we'll perhaps look at their website, see what they're doing, what they're not doing. Do they have an email list? Again, often a thing that's quite often overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, just think, oh, no, you know, email doesn't work. Email's amazing. It always has been, and um, I'm sure it will be for you know many years to come because you know if you do anything from shopping online, you need like an email address. Yep. <laughs> and it's one of those things that people, you know, along with social channels, is one of the things that people check every day, you know, yeah. morning, noon and night. Um, so yeah, there's there's a myriad of different things why people will come to us, and there's a myriad of different things in, in how we can help them, and without something too sort of trite, but it's almost it's based on you create a strategy uh, and a plan around what you know what people show to you and, and what they want to achieve, and, yeah. and, and they are kind of quite bespoke based on that. Yeah. So let's have a chat about about networking now. Then, so how how do you use networking in your business? Okay, so networking is, I think, if I was ever to give like the younger self, the you know a bit of advice, saying you know you have to get asked, you know, what would you say to your younger self? I think that would have been, we should have networked earlier. Yeah. Because I just think networking is absolutely amazing. I think it's that 
human condition, I'm, I'm sure there must be massive statistics to do with this, but <laughs> most people don't like, you know, um, standing up in public and talking. It's, no. you, know, it's, you know, I'd rather chop my own hands off and <laughs> do that kind of thing. And I think we, we kind of fell into that, that um, you know, situation. And um, as soon as we, um, again, through um, uh, our friend John McCarthy, he introduced us to a networking group. Um, and I, it was terrible. I remember going along and thinking, <laughs> I, I really don't want this to work because it, it shouldn't work. And I think that when I went... And I did the standing up thing and spoke and stuff, and and I didn't die, which was amazing. <laughs> you know. No one said anything nasty. It was amazing, um, and I could then see. I think straight away. I think someone said, "Oh, could I have a chat? I've got a client that might need your help." Mm. Like, oh, okay. And it just kind of ballooned from there. And that same group I belong to now for twelve years. Yeah. Uh, and I go once a month. It's an evening thing. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah, I get huge amounts out of that. Um, and so I'd say regularly attending some form of networking thing that works for you. I think that's probably the key to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people say, oh no, you must go to something, you know, even if you don't like it and you're not getting anything out of it. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of, I think it's terrible again, tribe thing to say, but I almost found my tribe very, very quickly with that. Um, and then other things like LinkedIn. LinkedIn is just amazing, you know, um, as long as you're not spammy and you're very kind of open about why you're doing something. And I think a lot of people sometimes, unfortunately, fall into that thing of just adding connections. Yes, yeah. And what they forget to do is to go back and say hello to the yeah. people that they've connected with um, because they could have new jobs. Is a you know, is is it it's there's all kinds of reasons uh, and, and uh, or reasons to go back and talk to these people because, yeah, as I say, they might be doing something completely new and just a little nudge might be, oh, yeah, actually, you might be able to help with X, Y, and Z. Or they, the classic is, you know, oh, I didn't know you did that. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's all kinds of things. But also I've discovered um, online there's a, there's a great one called Lunch Club, which is AI-based. Yeah. Um, which is invite only, uh, but it's free and it's absolutely amazing. Um, it's it, what you put on your profile is what uh, the people you're matched with. So you know if you want to ask, so we meet meet jugglers, you'll find you'll be in, <laughs> introduced to jugglers. But it's it's just a very very cool thing. Um, and I just think um, in general, uh, we have a thing where we try and or me personally, I try and. Um, introduce sort of maybe sort of one or two people a week to people yes. so I try and think about you know I've heard something someone needs some help with this and someone needs some help with that and it's amazing how quickly that can become massively rewarding because you can then start to see how your connections are getting more out yeah. of a network um, which is great and in fact there's a brilliant brilliant book that um, I read uh, which I recommend to everyone's in my opinion, is the best uh, networking book, which is um, Friend of a Friend. And it's by, um, it's by uh, David Berkus. Um, it's quite tricky to get hold of. I think it's an American book, uh, but they do occasionally have copies of it on eBay. Uh, but it's very, very cool. Ah, I've not, I've not heard of that, so I will look out for that book. And I must say that you are great at introducing people because you've introduced me to a number of people who've gone on to be podcast guests, which is wonderful. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. That's very cool to hear. <laughs> now, you mentioned that you've been been a member of the same networking group for, for 12 years, which is, yeah. which is brilliant. Do you think it's important 
to be consistent like that and to keep going, you know, once you find a group that you like, to keep going to the same group? I think so. Um, purely because uh, they get to know who you are. And yeah. I think the other thing is, I think when you first start out, you almost fall into the trap of what am I going to get out of this? And that might mm. be like young, I might be too young, a bit naive. And what you soon learn is um, that isn't how it works. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it, it, to give an example, uh, one of the people who ran the group uh, retired and he'd been saying for probably about 11 of those 12 <laughs> years, um, I should really, you know, we should really try and get you into one of the, the um, companies that he worked with. And I said, oh, okay, that's, that's no problem. And in fact, I went for a couple of meetings with these people over those 11 years and, and nothing happened. Yeah. Uh, PhD wasn't right at that moment in time. And just on the last meeting, I happened to say to him about something and he went, oh, that would really solve what they're trying to do. Would you mind going and talk to them? I know you've spoken to them before. I said, yeah, no problem at all. And I spoke to them and I'm now happy to say that we're now working with them. Brilliant. <laughs> but, you know, it, you're so right. It's that consistency. It's that mm. thing of, of just turning up and being consistent and doing what you say you're going to do yes. I think is, is, is huge it's a real real big yeah yeah it can definitely be a slow burn can't it? it it's it's not one of those things where you should go in and expect to get something from it right away completely yeah it's 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 yeah I think that's that's a kind of rookie error mm. um, and again you'd be amazed if you give lots of good leads then yeah, I think good being the operative word rather than just sort of like, yeah, here's the first page of Google where you're asking yeah. for solicitors <laughs> I found in your area. You're like, mm, okay, I don't think that's really good work. Um, but yeah, I think if you're consistent and rather than trying so hard that you're trying to give something all the time and you actually just give quality rather yeah. than quantity, then I think, yeah, that's that's a, a thing. But it does, it, it does come back to you, but it, you've just got to have faith without being too woo-woo in the, in the universe, <laughs> that, that will actually happen. So, yeah. yeah. So is networking something that you suggest to your clients at all? Oh, completely. Um, 100%. Absolutely. And, and and also, we often teach them how to use sort of LinkedIn in a more proactive way mm. rather than, you know, congratulations, you've discovered LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm now going to sort of spam you and put loads <laughs> of stuff up on, on LinkedIn. Um, you'll be amazed. Yeah, I, I think it's... It's so it's so funny, like just doing lots of little things that people wouldn't expect you to do, but in a good way. Mm. So to give an example, we often, after we've finished the project, we'll often send like a, a nice card yeah. or something um, to a client. And when I say a nice card, it's just nice enough for them to actually physically have it up on their wall. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it goes into the realms of kind of uh, corporate gifts as well of, of, you know, it's it might not seem like... Uh, traditional kind of networking but actually by doing corporate gifts and our thing is and again it's only a personal preference our thing is that we don't actually put our own branding on the corporate gift mm. we just do it as a very very nice gift yeah but just leave it because in our opinion you know if you argument say if you send like a, a bottle opener but a very nice one in a wooden case and stuff and you've got your brand all over it Personally, that's like, ooh, yeah, that will just pop that in the sideboard. Yeah, there. yeah. Whereas yeah. if it's beautiful and it just comes out and someone then says, oh, my goodness, that's nice. Where did you get that? Yeah. And it, and I think personally that that is a form of networking in my, uh, you know, it's building a brand, etc. And, and I think that's that's really important. So 
to answer your original question, I'm rambling <laughs> on a bit. But yeah, I, I, I think teaching clients things like that, be it, you know, I think we should do some very high end umbrellas, but just in the corporate colours and you give them to your best mm. clients, then that, in my opinion, is, is, is a form of networking because it's, it's yeah, showing the value of, of, of your business to potential clients. Yeah. And, you know, down the lines of it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you ever so much for being my guest. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And so finally, how can people find you if they want to know more about you and about Somewhat? Uh, the, the best place is just uh, www.somewhat, which is S-U-M-W-O-T.com. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Chris. And um, best of luck with Somewhat and, of course, your networking uh, for the rest of the year. Thank you very much, Liz. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, thank you for inviting me. Again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.